Mr. Harvey told me the first day, he said, sometimes, man, you have to help somebody achieve their dream to finance yours. Always doing your best because you never know who's watching you. Most people miss out on opportunities because the paycheck is not tied to it. The internet is increasing the gap between those of us who want to learn and those of us who want to be entertained. Every time you pick up your phone, you got a choice. It has to work or it has to work. Welcome to Circle of Greatness. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis. And today we got another special episode, man. Like, I like to call him a goat behind a goat, right? Like somebody who's out here crushing it. CEO of the Stevens Group, like literally helping run and manage some of the biggest brands in the world. And I had to bring him to the show to break down how he's doing this, y'all. And just for you to just hear his perspective on life and business and how your brand also can grow. So without further ado, my guy Tabidi, what's up, bro? What's up, man? Thanks for having hey, me. Hey, thanks for coming on, bro. How's everything? I can't call, you know, came straight after a meeting here. Um, you all definitely overdid my expectations I by far that. so that's good that's that's it yeah, that's i'm how, excited good I'm that's excited. what i like to hear bro yeah. so newly married how's the new married life i saw you all was out lake como looking <laughs> crazy now you got everybody going to lake como how was it my g um it was amazing man i love married life i've been with my girl 10 years yep. so um you know it was just a party to kind of culminate everything yeah. but uh i tell everybody like marriage just feels like my superpower now so like mm. i got another person i'm responsible for so now i'm like yeah. All right, double time. I can't let no money slide. That, that's a fact. <laughs> that's true. That's a fact. So you you uh are good friends with Troy and Rashad. So am I. And they always just talk. Oh, BD this, BD this. Like you you the one who really put that relationship together with them and Mr. Harvey, right? So um I want to talk about like how did that even come up? How did that journey come about? Uh, I know you're running your own company. You're doing brand development there, but how? Like uh, what was the start of even that? relationship then i want to jump in with troy and rashad yeah definitely um so ryan fam reached out to me ryan fam uh is with 85 south show yep. and all the guys from 85 south we all work chad, together man. yeah chad yeah. joe we all oh, and you know it's so funny chad oh man because you know I, I did the uh what's that award i got the hoodie, hoodie award yeah that's when chad was yeah were you there back then uh yeah, I was working at the Tootie okay. Yeah, I just started. So right. yeah, so Chad, Joe, Ryan, we all yeah. worked together under yeah. the Steve Har yeah. like Steve Harvey umbrella. So we were all just like the young cats. Yeah. Just soaking up the sauce. So yep. it's kind of crazy just first of all to see like what we're all doing now. Crazy. But Ryan called me and was like, Hey, do you know these guys from Ryan Your Leisure? I was like, Yeah, I heard of them. Yeah. Um, you mind if I give one of them your number? Yeah. So connect me with Troy and this was probably three years ago. Yep. And Troy was like, He wants to interview Mr. H. And I was like, dog, be honest, like we're filming and we out the country for the next four or five months yeah but like when we get back hit me um troy hit me and we ended up lining up the interview it took some convincing of course yeah um but after mr harvey met him they talked for maybe five six hours yeah off camera yeah um did the interview two and a half hours talked for another hour and a half yeah and he just kind of made a genuine connection with him yeah. um and he just told him to try to figure something out so yeah. it was just after they genuinely connected it was kind of just talking to troy rashad and figuring out the best opportunities yeah. and the best ways to kind of find some synergies yeah. in. Invest and then fest you had invest fast. Yeah. You know, so which, and that, that, I think that was year two. Mm -hmm. And it was like double or triple or quadruple the amount of people. Cause I've been to every single <laughs> one of them. So just to see the growth is, is crazy, bro. And I, yeah, it's amazing. I love that you put it all together and just. I just like to say like, I was just, a, a, I mean, I just helped assist the play. You know, yeah. it was really Troy Rashad, Mr. Harper, you know, yeah. I just helped ideate and, and yeah. take it, take it to the key. So give all, all them the glory. I just yeah. like to. No, I understand. Help, I no. just help push it to the no, table. No, I got you. Know? you. 
So my question to you is, I think you said something, because I remember when I was getting that award, I remember uh, Chad and uh, we just always used to joke around, but for you to be able to develop to the point you are, like what are some things that, to get the trust of a Mr. H, like to, you're doing all these big deals, but you you didn't start in that role, correct? You, no, no. You, so walk through, because, and the reason why I'm asking you this is because there's somebody listening right now and they just got a role and not knowing how far you could potentially go in that role or, or how that could impact you, how you may earn, own businesses or do other things as a result of that. But yeah. a lot of times I feel like people are so short-sighted, bro. It's like they only see like, what's in it for me right now? And if it ain't something in for me right now, they can't think about two years, three years, four years, five yeah. years. So just talk through that. Um. So first and foremost, like I like to tell people, like I call myself like the hope. People are like, if what's your, what's your nickname? I'm like, I I want to be the hope. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because like I'm probably I feel like I can relate with any and everybody. Like if we I I played in every normal rec park. Yeah. I rode the bus. I was class clown. I sold candy. I shot dice. I hustled newspapers. You know, yeah. I was good. I was bad. I think. I've been through every like part of the journey and I was really just somebody who took advantage of the normal system, right? Like yeah. Atlanta public schools, nothing super special about the upbringing and education. It was just like determination, right? So I like to first give people like that standpoint. I used to have to walk two miles a day to ride a bus, 45 minutes to get on the train, 35 minutes just to get to downtown, Crazy. just to be around like certain situations. So like first and foremost wherever y'all at now like just know this is just a step to get you to where you want to go that's a fact the second thing that i'm gonna say is it's called delayed gratification yeah all right um a lot of times you know we want instant gratification what's instant gratification i'm about to go to this party what's instant gratification i'm about to spend my money at the club and turn up what's delayed gratification i'm about to i gotta go to work right now and work this nine to five yeah. i gotta i worked at the airport at, at great reps just to get some money so I can make an investment the first week of school in a party so I can start flipping some thousands, right? But people won't take that sacrifice or think, I think they're too good. So yeah. first off is a delayed gratification. And then to answer your question about trust and hope or uh, how I got the trust of Mr. Harvey, um, I think it's just a testament to like always doing your best because you never know who's watching you, mm, right? So good. I met Mr. Harvey's son in college. I had my own shoe company and his son was the creative director and designer of my shoes. And I graduated top of my class. and. You know, here's my homeboy. We just always kicked it. I wasn't friends with Broderick to work for his yeah. father. Like, that's some lame. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying? Who, who does that, right? Yeah. Um, but every time I came around, he'd be like, man, I like you. You special. Like, I see something in you. And I used to be like, man, why do you think that? He's like, man, shut up. Like, did I ask you? Like, yeah. just, just accept the compliment, yeah. right? So he had always been watching. And Mr. Harvey has the mentorship camp, which you came to, yeah. right? Yeah. So I went to the mentorship camp for the first time maybe nine years ago. And I would go with Broderick. And we would just hang out, ride ATVs, play basketball. Well, the second year that I went, Broderick oh, started I'm working. You when we play ball, there. I know you. I don't know, ball. bro. I seen you dance, dog. Yeah. So you can't play no defense. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, we were hooping and everything, and then um, Broderick started working. And like, if me, if I'm at your house and you have to go do a chore, your mom tell you to go do a chore. Like, I'm not about to sit in your room and keep playing the game. Like, I'm gonna do the chore with you. And yeah. eventually, that led to me working the camp and the foundation. And yeah. mind you, you've been to the camp. Yeah, it's Fortune wow. 500 CEOs walking around. Yeah. It's multi-millionaires. You yeah. were there this year. You yeah. saw all the boys that yeah. you inspired who just wanted to speak and talk yeah. to you. So, from a, like an educational standpoint, I had a company at the time. I just wanted to be able to say I can talk to the CEO of Under Armour while fishing for an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be able to talk to the, the lead sales agent for State Farm and just kind of learn mindset yeah. and mentality. 
And I did that for maybe three or four years and I built a reputation just like a hard worker and yeah. just a person that you can rely on and that's dependable. Yeah. And then when I graduated school and I exited my company, I was looking like thinking about going to graduate school. Mr. Harvey reached out and like, man, I've been watching you for a while. Why not give you an opportunity to come work for me? Mm, crazy. And the rest is history. For sure. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm excited just to just see that and just I love people know like yo, hard work and sometimes having the right role is better than a job. I mean, better than a business. Like it's like sometimes people think yeah. you gotta have like you can do both too. Mm -hmm. But just you said something key, like. And it's what I always talk about. How you do anything is how you do everything. Everything I do, I'm going to give it everything I got, whether it's a role, whether it's my business, whether it's a job. I'm going to like max that thing out. And I just want more people to understand, like give everything you give. Everything I'm doing, I'm giving it the most effort. I can't have step on anything because it's just not in my makeup anymore. It was. I, I would used to not care. But now it's like, no, everything I'm doing, I'm trying to really maximize that. It's so crazy. Because one of the first things that Mr. Harvey, like when he asked me to work for him, right? Mind you, I'm magnum cum laude, top of my class, yeah. scholarship to every Ivy League in the country, just exited six feet. I'm up. I'm like, I'm rich, dog. I got $150,000, yeah. man. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Yeah, I'm yeah. buying Air Force One. Say $80. Yeah. Like, and he was like, man, you know, I want you to come be my executive assistant. I'm like, dog, excuse me? Yeah. Like, bro, did you just hear what I did? Yeah. And he was like, you know, man, I don't mean it in that way. I, I'm just in entertainment, but I just want you to be around. And at the time I said no. And then I walked out of this house and I thought about it. I was like, man, I can go to college. Probably if there's 10 of us in this room, four of us have got in our NBA. Yeah. How many of us have got an opportunity to work for a guy who's going down to history and is still growing? Yeah. So I thought of it as a chance to get on a train, learn, and then while I'm on that train, walk up. Yeah. Mr. Harvey told me the first day, he said, sometimes, man, you have to help somebody achieve their dream to finance yours. So mm, for me, that's good. I don't have a problem helping him achieve his dream because I help him get $100 million, I'm gonna get a million dollars. I might get $10 million. So, yeah. you know, that's the thing people often forget or don't even think about. Bro, and, and you're like, I wanna ask you, because I wanna actually get some coaching. So what I do on this, show now what i like to do is like ask people questions on not only helping audience but how can i get some help too right so you were you're involved with so many projects the kevin hart project africa projects so many different great initiatives that whether you were creating them from the beginning or whether you just getting on and just blowing them up i want to go worldwide now i want to go to africa i want to go different places what are some steps are you recommending? Like, yo, I want to go in this area. What are some things that we need to be doing right now? So the first thing, if you want to go into Africa, the thing I'm going to say is- Africa and, and uh, because Shadi and I always talk about it. Middle East. Middle know? East, yeah. All right, so cool. Yeah. If you want to go to Africa and the Middle East, the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is you have to go there. Yeah. Yep. Go there, go spend some time there. Um, the thing that I always tell people, they're like, how are you doing business? So the thing that they don't know, so I run the, Mr. Harvey's international business, right? Yeah. We went to the UAE and I would die for four years without making any money. It mm -hmm. was just an investment that he was making. He might take a gig that's, you know, 90% less than what he might take, but it's going to yeah. give us eight flights and hotels for a week or two yeah. weeks and give us the opportunity to go meet yeah. and shake hands and kiss babies. And yeah. it's going to be a lot of bad meetings. So the first thing you have to do is go put yourself in an environment that you want to be that's in good. to win. Yeah. So if you want to go to Africa, when we went to South Africa, Brandon Williams was our CEO and general counsel and myself. We spent 120 days on the continent taking six to 15 meters a day. Wow. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Like he has a family, he had a newborn baby, but it's like we had to go 
put Brandon ourselves. Williams. Is that the uh, lawyer guy? Mm-hmm. What's Mr. Bizlaw? Yeah, because uh, Marcus and them always talk. Marcus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, their they kids get go to the same school. They went to the White House like together and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon's the man, man. Yep. That's, my, yeah. that's my big OG. Yeah. Can't lie. So yeah. um, we would spend time on a continent. But when we're there, one, I get to meet. I'm meeting people, right? I'm getting my name out there, letting people know that I'm here to meet and to take meetings. So the yeah. first, after the first two weeks, people are gonna start calling you and reaching out to you, like, "Hey, I see you're here. You gonna meet a lot of BS, yeah. right?" So fish through the BS, but but by two months in, you'll know who's who. Yeah. The second thing I'm gonna say is try to go in with somebody who's already been there, right? So us, for example, we went went in with our partners from Fremantle, and they connected us with some people at BBC who connected us with some people at this company named Rapid Blue, who's producing all the award-winning TV down in South Africa. Yeah, power. Boom. So now we're working. We're a plus plus brand working with another a plus plus. So brand. one, because I want them to catch this because y'all got y'all going to have to rewatch this. But <laughs> one is go to the place, be willing to stay long, you know, have as many meetings as possible Two, which is a power piece. Find out who you already know there that can make some connections for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep it. I'm just making Ooh, sure. I like how you did that. See, I'm docu- I, I'm I don't think I'm a good teacher. Man, when I go know? into Africa and when I go to Saudi, I'm going to be like, he was like, but but why wouldn't you though? Right. Like if you can, if you can avoid making 20 mistakes that I made or 20 meetings that I make, you're going to get that 20 times faster. Right. So you dropping game. I got to slow it down because we probably have to rewind this for the people. So one. First step is you go in the country. You go spend some time there, have some meetings. Some of these meetings aren't going to be great meetings because you got to sift through some stuff. Number two is ideally try to find somebody you know in the country to make things a little bit easier. Like you Mm -hmm. said, one person connected you with the TV station, which was the help. So Mm -hmm. what would be the next step if I'm trying to go really crush us? Ideally, that second person would be this third step, but this third step is to find somebody on the ground who's like there. 24 7 right mm. so Ooh, we're doing God. business in africa Ooh. we're doing business in the middle east those are both 10 out plus 10 and abu dhabi's plus eight right now yeah right so 5 a.m is 9 p.m yeah right like it's not going to make sense how i'm not going to be able to be as productive or as efficient so ideally you want to find a business partner there because you want somebody with some skin in the game but if you can't find that. a business partner i prefer to find i like you know strategic joint ventures is what i prefer yeah so if you're an expert yep. whatever you're an expert in i'm an expert whatever i'm an expert in. i'd rather go 50 50 on that and turn this and you know automate it for both of us mm. and turn it into something that we can scale versus taking all the profits and time and energy to kind of grow up myself so mm. find you a partner on a strategic partner Hopefully he's someone with some skin in the game so he'll care more, but then you always can hire people. And the thing about overseas hires is y'all, you know, know for VAs and stuff. I mean, labor laws and stuff, unfortunately, yeah. and a little fortunately aren't really there, right? So it depends how you leverage those, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this, because you just said something. To you, what's the difference between a regular partnership and a strategic partnership for somebody listening? Um, so for me, a strategic partnership is the value add outside the money. A regular partnership is just a cash physical investment. Me, I prefer strategic partnership. Like I feel, I tell people like, they're like, what do you do? And I can say a lot of things. I really specialize in strategic joint ventures. So I'm going to go take you and find whatever you do, the best at what you do. And I'm going to keep that in my Rolodex of things. And then one day I might be in North Dakota and be somebody who has a crazy opportunity. I'm like, you know who you need to work with? Boom, I got to play for it. You need to go put what need. And then I'm going to come in and it could be South Dakota's largest. I don't know, whatever, anything that you're good at. Right. 
And then a lot of times I just put those players together for people because honestly, we can, I can't do stuff with like 99% of the opportunities I get. Yeah. And then oftentimes people throw you 3%, 5%, or 10% if they want some more value. So that's let me let me, let me just let this, any deal you got, I got percentage. Right? I'm just like, if, you, if something come to mind, you think that it's up my alley, don't, it's bread there. You're, you're already I just want to let you put the, but no, I like that. So let me ask you this because this is powerful what you just said. When you gone in that country, and yes, I know the person, but how do you? How are you assuming if it's the right? Like we go find somebody in Africa, put a post on social, or somebody say, "Yo, get with my guy or lady." How do you know? Like, yo, I should. Are you testing this? Should we do a test run on one project, or are you going all in? Like, you yeah. know, let's become 50-50 partners. So let me ask you something. Like, when you buy a house, you buying the first house you see? No. Like, what are you Normally. doing? You're doing yep. research yep. and development. You got yep. a real estate like broker. So I tell people all the time, we add research and development in so many parts of our lives without even knowing it. Yeah. And you have to add it to your business. So I'll spend, we'll spend $50,000, $100,000 pulling records, background check, yeah. calling your last three, four partners. The main line that I like to use, and um, I got this from... Uh, Robert Smith. We, yeah. He was talking to Mr. Harvey one day. He's he was a like, goat, man. Come on, man, big goat. <laughs> He's that guy. Big like, goat. Yeah. Um, is there something bigger than a goat? Because that's him. But anyway, yeah. facts. The, the thing that he said, him and Brandon Williams both actually say this. They both say, you know, if I'm gonna work with you, give me your last three people you've made money with. Give me their give me their numbers or that you made money for. Mm. Mm. If you really are who you say you are, and I, I need A plus plus partners. So I want yeah. people with track record. Yeah. I'm already knowing a lot of times I'm going into a country knowing who I would prefer to work with and I'm bringing the opportunity to them. And you got to think about it. If I bring you an opportunity that I know you will make a few million dollars without you doing anything additional to what you're doing, why wouldn't you consider it? <laughs> and then say if I bring a name like a Kevin Hart or a Jason Moore or Steve Harvey or a, I don't know, Elsa Majumbo since we're in, in Africa, right? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do that and have a little gasoline to put on that fire? So. Right. That's typically my, like my process. And then put your money where your mouth at. I mean, mm. you got to invest or do it. So, I mean, you just gave a crazy play right there. You could just do that country at the country at the country. The idea and um, what I'm very proud like um, that Brandon and myself have built for Mr. Harvey is like that's actually the model. Right. So yeah. Family Feud Africa was the first international business deal idea. Brandon led it. I was the second on it. And then it led to us producing Family Feud Africa and South Africa, which is the number one show in the country. So we're there for two or three months filming a show, but what are we doing while we're filming the show? I'm not behind the camera. Yeah. I did the deal, hired the staff, got everything to run yeah. by itself, and now I'm taking meetings every day. Yeah. So while our show is filming, now we're getting into offshore oil in Ghana, we're getting the last mile delivery in Botswana, yeah. then all these organizations are asking us to come and do the same thing. So now we're doing TV in South Africa. So then when we go talk to the Kenyan government, or when we go talk to the Botswana government yeah. or the Ghanaian government, they're like, man, why are you doing it here? Right? Why don't you come do it in my country? Okay, what incentives do you have? for us to do it here. Yo, I've had the privilege to help hundreds and hundreds of people all around the world open up their own profitable event spaces utilizing my signature formula. Number one, how to find a space. Number two, how to fund the space and how to automate the space. I've been in Atlanta, Georgia now living for two years. My spaces are still in Philadelphia operating, doing extremely well because we use the same exact formula that I break down, right? If you're interested in learning how we can help you, I want you to go to eventspacesecrets.com, watch a training or book a call with our 
our team to see if you are a good fit. Again, this is for you specifically if you're looking for other ways to leverage your money and turn that into other streams of income, right? I don't believe there's a better time than right now for you to get tapped into the information in a game that can help you. So again, go to eventspacesecrets.com, watch the training or book a call with our team to see if you're a good fit for this opportunity. So I mean, you you're you're also playing at you're playing at the highest level that you could play at with this. I I believe, like right. So for somebody not at that, you're just doing the same thing at a smaller level. You get like because I mean, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go straight to Botswana and talk yeah. to the king of the yeah. You know, and just doing that at that level so, that you're at. So on on a smaller level, right? Give me give me an industry or a skill. Give me something to give me a topic to explain it on. <laughs> I probably want to go open up a marketing agency in somewhere like Africa. Like I cool. want to go to, I want right, to go cool. explore Africa, get real estate, build my brand out there, cool. create businesses out there. Cool. But I also know we don't have the track record of Mr. Hart. It, you know it, yeah, but you got a, a very strong track record, right? On my own. And, and where is it at in America? Yeah. America is the number one market that these all these countries and people look at, right? So you being a black African American male actually has more weight. When you come to Africa, because they look at us like, man, like, how are you surviving over there? How are you thriving and growing the way that you do over there? We're actually a dream for a lot of them. Yeah. So what you do, we're going to take your success that we have over here. We're going to identify what country you want to go to. I recommend going to one that's English speaking majority. So we're going to go South Africa, Ghana, maybe Nigeria. Yeah. I mean, I like South Africa or Ghana, honestly. Right. Because yeah. direct flights from America. Nine I'm, hours. Going, I'm going. You they, going. Uh, I might. I might. I got to um, go then. Yeah, I might. I'm gonna um, put a well together while I'm out there. So yeah, I, already, I start already. Keon, my pastor, my my guy was a pastor in Houston. Mm -hmm. I literally just hit him. I'm like, yo, let me speak at a church. Who you? Okay. So I started the framework on what yeah. you said. It's and guess crazy. what? And I, I got you one even better. So okay. my guy out there, who's our business partner, his name's Kevin Otry. He's the okay. first African or person of color to strike oil in okay. open shore. Okay. Probably the richest person in Ghana. I know he has a lot of foundation stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna connect you when you go out there yeah. with the person who runs all his foundation stuff. And now Perfect. guess what you're doing charitable work which yeah. is the entryway you know what I'm saying you connected yeah. to the biggest person out there doing business so now yeah. I mean automatically yeah. you are connected and then it's also like you, you're not doing it at the biggest level but you have relationships right so I think it's always I tell people all the time like clout's transferable that's the most layman term that I can say yeah right so if you introduce me to somebody no matter what they gonna I'm gonna have some of your clout I'm gonna have some of your rub yeah. off on me yeah. right Yep. So me making the introduction to connect you with him now, whoever you get introduced from him, you're automatically at a higher tier than you might have been just going in cold green. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I think this is important for everybody listening. What are some things you are doing to maintain all of these relationships? Like where it's not just a now some people do like and I, I, I'm so happy. I'm grateful to God that I, for the most part. You probably would never get a text from me asking me for something like me, like, be, can you help me do this? Like, can I borrow something? Like, I'm so like, it's rare that I'm going to message somebody and ask for something, which I'm grateful for. Right. So it's always I'm always trying to figure out how can I add value to people's situations? But what are some things that you're doing or should be doing when you start playing at even higher to continue to maintain those relationships outside of just money? You know what I mean? Just Man. making it a money deal. So the thing is like, I feel like you, you're asking that for me to tell the people, but you know the exact answer, like the same way that you and I are communicating now. It's so crazy because I wanted to say this. I got in our messages, bro. You had met me back in like 2012, dog. A lot, see, I don't even Dog, remember. like 2012. Yeah. And it's so crazy just 
it wasn't like I, you know how Instagram works. You have yeah. stuff like it wasn't any malice, but it, yeah. it was just yeah. not the time. And it's just like genuinely being yourself. I yeah. tell people all the time, like I'm a just be yourself. Like I'm yeah. coming, I'm gonna talk to all y'all. Yeah. I'm talking to y'all like I know y'all. I don't know, just yeah. try to be genuine. And I honestly believe in building individual relationships with people. So the main thing about me, like I'm gonna build my own relationship with you, but it's so crazy because one, I love the circle of CEO things that y'all yeah. have, have built and created. And it's yeah. like all individually, like I can met Alex and Justin to Detroit and Rashad. Yeah. Uh, did J.O. podcast too. Yeah, I did Justin's podcast, you know, me and my wife, we playing pickleball with him and Alex. You know what I'm saying? We beat them with whatever. He loved pickleball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat him, well, beat so we played for the first time. So we okay. beat them. Then me and you got our own relationship yeah. genuinely yeah. at the camp. And then Marcus and Brandon had a relationship. And then me and him just kind of like we, it's each individually our own relationship. Then yeah. each of us are building them like individually, right? So I was just yeah. say like, be intentional about building relationships. Like I'm just a, that type of person, bro. Like on my birthday, my wife was like, what you doing? Like I'm really like, I probably could copy and text, but I'd really be over here talking about something. Appreciate you, bro, man. How you doing? Y'all, y'all, yeah, house yeah, of wife. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. just being genuine. So yeah. I just say being yourself, man, and never being too present. And yeah. then, like you said, adding value is something that you want to be known for. Like, I Important, bro. I take all the time. Like, I just want to learn. I just want free game. Uh, most of the people I have the best relationships with, they offer to pay me for something, and I, I denied it. And a lot of people are like, why are you doing it? But it's a delayed gratification, right? Yeah. I'd rather have a 10-year relationship with Robert Smith or Dan Cathy or yeah. you name the billionaire, yeah. and they offered you a few hundred thousand to do some work for them that you would have gladly done for free, and they don't know the opportunity's worth more than the money they give me anyway. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. People got to start thinking like that delayed gratification. Bro, there's so many people I'd be like, Neil, what should I do? I'm like, yo, go find somebody, work for them for free. Go. Yeah. Like I I'm like, yo, go find somebody, work for them for free, learn as much as you can, add as much value as you can, and good night. You will be out of here. It may take longer. So it's so crazy yeah. to say that. So I told you, Steve Harvey told me, he was like, come work. Like, I want you to come work for me. Yeah. He didn't just hire me right away, dog. Yeah. Like, I, I worked for him for maybe a year just for free just because i wanted to be around yeah like this is a hundred million dollar man yeah this man's on a ascent that's crazy like i just want to learn game i just want to be able to read the deals and the contracts and what i recommend for people who might not have an opportunity with steve harvey the first internships that i had were all in the city of atlanta around edgewood and auburn avenue yeah right so i interned at an art shop where i learned depreciation I interned at a, a bakery across the street. Where mm, I, art shop learned depreciation. Yeah, so I was yeah. in high school. I learned depreciation at an art shop. I interned at the bakery the same summer. I learned food cost and savings, right? And like how certain foods and savings, the different types of ways of savings and how it occurred, accounting and things like that work. I worked at the consignment shop to learn how to sell and discount stuff to offset that. Then I worked at the law office across the street and I was just a uh, like sweeping but he allowed me to read the old files that's back like when files was still yeah like in drawers yeah, 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 yeah. So i used to have to take the files out of drawers and photocopy them and he was like i was like do you mind if i print too like i'll pay i'll pay you for it and he was yeah. like you don't got to pay me for the paper so he'll just let me photocopy two of every contract so i'm walking home every day with 50 contracts from cases 15 20 years ago yo so i gotta ask you be like we're talking about it bro i just heard all your interns and Bro, I don't know why these young kids don't be wanting to work. If it ain't no, I tell people all the time, most people miss out on opportunities because the paycheck is not tied to it. Mm -hmm. Like if they don't see the check right now and they like, I had a young kid, I'm like, yo, come work. Like I got, like, you should just be here. 
Next time, I said, Freddie, bring the young man in. Or Rain, I told one of them, they like, oh, no, they want to get paid. I'm not paying you to sit around. Everybody who walked through this door is a multimillionaire. They got game. They got, I'm not paying you <laughs> to come sit around and, yeah. You should pay me. But I'm like, yeah. why aren't they getting, like, I can't understand, like, why? And here's the thing. I didn't understand it earlier on when someone would tell me to work for free, but I also didn't know me. I didn't know, uh, I wasn't around millionaires, around people who doing well, so I didn't know that's what- You wanted to do. Yeah, but I'm like, to. if you know my lifestyle, you know what I got going on, you know all my homies, you know what people got going on, and if they telling you this is what you do to be successful, bro, I can't grasp why they keep asking for money, bro. Well, a lot of people, I think, want, like they say they want to be successful, but they don't really know what it takes to be successful. And I tell people like all the time, the best part of this job isn't like, I can probably go somewhere and make a time more money or whatever right but for me it's not the money like i got i'm doing it right you know what I'm saying? i ain't saying that but um for me it's the lessons that could be learned yes. and at one point my boss was 62 and i was 26 so like literally my age reversed backwards and we had to be at work every day at 4 30 like not like waking up at the house right yeah like yeah. i'm talking about like you need to be alert like you've already had some coffee because the show started at five and yeah. we leaving work at nine and he was getting to work before me every day and he had already you went said to leaving work at 9 p.m yeah yeah because we wow. spent three episodes a day we did radio in between lunch we're doing all our meetings and our call yeah. like i would go to work at, at nighttime i'll come home at nighttime yeah. but for me i was like all right cool all right bet it's a challenge yeah say less yeah. so i if i ever beat him like one time and i'm like all right cool i'm gonna start coming at this time he will beat me like it's crazy right but what i learned is, is a work ethic that's unmatched and what I learned really is like, you just gotta be relentless, bro. Like it's really relentless and determination. Talent, there's somebody more talented than me. There's somebody smarter than me. There's somebody who had a better head start. There's somebody who's richer. There's somebody who's more connected. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you what, ain't, what, what they ain't. Yeah. It ain't nobody who gonna outwork me and there's not nobody who wanted more than me. I, I don't, like I've, I don't say this in a cocky way. I don't say this in an arrogant way. I'm saying this in a confident way. Like. I don't care what our task is, bro. Like, you're not going to put these microphones up better than me. You're not going to clean these shoes better than me because my mentality, as you said at the beginning of the interview, I'm going to do everything yeah. the way, like, how you do anything is how you do everything. Hey, bro, you, know? you talk, and that's just that, that's that, that thing I want people around me on, like, bro, what, and you know what I be trying to exude is like, they be like, what's the job title? Whatever it takes, dog. They don't, I don't got no title, dog. I'm with, I'm the trash man, dog. Mm -hmm. I'm. You spill something on your shoes. I'm wiping, getting down, wiping your. People don't even got that in them, bro. So I'm like, bro. I, sometimes I can look at people I'm like, well, you'll probably get what I'm saying to you in about seven, eight. Years. But I know why though. Yeah, it's because you're a leader, and the thing is, everybody want to be a boss, but they don't understand like your real goal is to be a leader. Yeah. So a boss is gonna be the one pointing and tell you what to do. A leader is gonna lead for the front. The reason that you lead from the front is because you got to show the people behind you that you're going to do it with or without them. Yeah. Right. And you can't be a great a leader. The reason you care about serving is because you can't yeah. be a great leader without being a great follower. Yeah. Have you ever watched one of those war movies back in the day? Like, I don't know where it's an army. We on hill versus hill. We're the king whenever they say charge. In the front. The reason the king's in the front yeah. is because he has to say charge. He has to tell these people where we're going and lead the attack. Yeah. 
If he says charge from the back, the people in the front not going to hear and the people from the back going to trample over all the people in the front. Yeah, that's good. You, yeah, yeah, that's good. You just gotta leave from the front, bro, and that's what you do. Yeah, you know, what that's I'm good. Nah, and I, I just want to pass that to everybody. I'm like, yo, you trying the the cheat code of getting ahead is learn from people already been there, bro. And why wouldn't you? Like my my favorite podcast is a podcast called Founders. I think I talk about it on every show. That Found I'm Founders. It's, uh, it's called Founders. It's the called. guy in Australia, Founders. No, I don't know if you're Australian. He okay. sound American. Right. He said he'd be in Boston. I think. Okay, it might be. So he's probably American. Okay, but it's called Founders, and okay. the premise of the podcast is that he goes through and reads the autobiography of the world's greatest founders. And the reason that he does that is because Jeff Bezos did an interview a while back and said the most impactful book in his life was the autobiography of Sam Walton. If you read That's Sam Walton, and then he's, and what autobiography to say, did Sam Walton say was the biggest one in his life? The autobiography of, uh, of uh, Benjamin Franklin. Mm. No, I'm lying. It was a uh, John Rockefeller. Yeah, And then John Rockefeller, said it was the autobiography of Ben Franklin. And the thing is, if a guy put a hundred years worth of knowledge in a book and you can read that in two years, you just got a hundred years worth of knowledge in two years. Yeah. So learn it. Like, why wouldn't you learn from these mistakes and take this head start? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. It's just, yo, that's Sam Walton, but gangster. Hmm. And that's my joint. Everybody got, it's, I forgot what it's called though. Sam Walton, Made in America, I, I think, think it's, it's called. Made in America. My man used to fly over in his own plane, looking, scouting, locate. Like, yeah, this is where I'm going. And, and no one wants different, it. Different, bro. Wants it more than him. He's a great autobiography. Um, read Ben Franklin's autobiography. I'm going to pick that up. Um, and then uh, Mike Overwitz. Okay. Mike Overwitz is the founder of CAA. Okay. Creative Artist Industry. So I'll, I'll text you those. Just All read right. those books, especially like for what you're doing. It's just yeah. idea on mindset. But the real reason I listen to autobiographies, and I recommend like, I believe in education, right? The internet is increasing the gap between those of us who want to learn and those of us who want to be entertained. Every time you pick up your phone, you got a choice. Yeah. So if I'm a person who's determined to learn, I'm going to prepare myself with these skills. Learn and entertain. All learning is is equipping you for the opportunity you're going to get. Yeah. How many people do you know are just like, I have friends who send me, I don't want to hear what Jada Pickett Smith said. Yeah. I want to hear how these companies are reacting to this war that's going on in Gaza and what's about to happen with my money. Yeah. Right? So you need to spend your time educating yourself. And then for me, the education that I get is perseverance. You hear through these podcasts, if you listen to 100 Founders podcasts, you hear 100 different stories of 100 people who have changed, have been generational entrepreneurs. Yeah. They all have different stories. There's not one way. There's not one starting path. There's not one method to success. And for me, it gives me hope to hear that this dude didn't start to heal 53. This dude lost everything he had twice. This dude's dyslexic. This dude can't read. This dude didn't start a company. He kind of stumbled across one. I don't have to start stuff. Yeah. And for what it gives me is confidence. Yeah. And I, I heard this the other day too, bro. I, I may be saying the numbers wrong. Most people don't really get their stride to like 45 to like 63, bro. So I'm like, I got some time, bro. My boss lived in his car till he was 34. That's crazy. Yeah. That, <laughs> so that's, what are we talking about? Yeah, that's crazy. Most people don't get their stride. So I'm a rookie in this joint. I ain't even in the game yet. I'm still in yeah, the pre-K. Yeah, right, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Just uh yeah, this powerful. Let me ask you now, you got we talked about the development of businesses. How what should talent be doing to set themselves apart right now? You got a lot of people like you working with the Kevin Hart's of the world, like a lot of big and I mean I mean, I guess 
We talked about it. It's work ethic, honestly. Them dudes work. Yeah. But is there anything else that they should be doing right now? And like, how do I set? Like, when I think about my guys, Troy and Shotty, like, they work hard. Podcasts popped off at the perfect time. And and I guess re, I guess relationships, too. But what's your take on setting yourself? Like, we always talk about separation. How do I separate myself from everybody who's doing a similar thing that I'm doing? Well, I don't just work with big talents. I'm, I work with um, motivated and determined talent. Yeah. Got so it. I don't I, I don't like that. I don't care how famous you are. If you, I want to work with someone who's as determined to me. Like, I'll work with anybody as long as I don't care about your business more than you. Mm. But the first thing I'll say, and honestly, like, I, I, I managed Lou Young. Um, I saw that on Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I've been, I found Lou. He had, like, 20,000 followers, 30,000 followers. But I love his personality. I love what he represents. Yeah. He was doing some Steve Harvey stuff. And we've been locked in. And now Lou's the premier sports comic and comedian. And the things that we used to talk about. I just put the Steve Harvey blueprint on him that I knew he did, right? Like, one, try to get ownership of your stuff, right? I mean, a lot of the things that you're doing. That's a big hack, right? That's number, yeah. that's big. Yeah, big right have there. ownership, right? Yeah. Um, pay people well and work with good people, yeah. right? But then you need to be figuring out what your lane is and what did you want to do? So Lou told me, he was like, you know, I wanted to, I want to, he, Lou's going to be a Will Smith, Jamie Foxx, he's that type of talented yeah. guy, right? Writer, producer, everything. He told me this about five, six years ago. At the time, he was just doing, uh, I'm going to act like Steve Harvey, I'm going to act like whatever. And the conversation was, well, Lou, if you want to act, then you have to start showcasing these acting skills. And the conversation that we came up with was like, well, maybe you need to create characters and brand your own characters. And now, not only do you have something that you own, you can take each of these characters out. You can go market these characters. You can take each of these characters out and go get their own bag. And Lou's like, yeah, all my characters are going to get their own bag. And guess what we're doing five years later? Lou has about five, six characters. And each one of these characters are a revenue stream in his content, in his business. He now has the Lou Young show. And it's just creating blueprints and stepping stones. And it might not be as big as it might want to be when you start off. But it's just like consistency. Yeah. So for you, for example, you're doing what you need to do to separate yourself. You put it in the time. Yeah. You put it in the effort. You put it in the consistency with or without any help. You are investing in you and growing in you. That's a fact. All right. So yeah. it's, it just continue to be a brand. Make yourself a, a A plus brand. You have product. Yeah. And it's like, where do you want to go? Yeah. What's the cool. next step? And then we just start positioning you there. If it, you want to be the world's biggest motivational speaker, we're going to put you. We're going to figure out a way to get you with Tony Robbins. We're going to figure out a way to get you with Steve Harvey. If you want to be, uh, you know, a. a we want to produce content and own radio networks and we'll go we'll get you with a Charlemagne. We'll get like you with own with, network with a Ryan. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you with Ryan Seacast. We'll get you with a uh is it Kathy Woods at CO Radio One? Kathy Yeah, I think yeah. it's Kathy Woods. I think yeah, so. I don't, yeah. Uh man. Kathy Hughes. Kathy Hughes, yeah. CO Radio One. Get you with some people like that. You want to do TV? Let's go find you. Like it's just trying to get those type of meetings and, and setting yourself up the right way. But it's really you gotta have a team. I think team's the most important thing. But you seem like you got a Amazing yeah, one. T team is growing, bro. How are you? How are you finding and developing top talent? Like when you talked about building this team out, you got to have a great team that. Yeah. And, and also, how are you getting people all on the same page in terms yeah. of if every? I'm sure in your everybody got to operate with excellence, or you or you Come can't. Oh man, you can't even, did my you team work? Was the, you read our email chain or something? You read no, the bottom I, of my I email? I didn't read nothing. I just gave that man. to Brandon and had her hand out. No, nah, seriously, man. So like, um, it's, it's but I like, told her I said make sure like my guy don't don't fool around. Make nah. sure this is right. <laughs> I, I don't, she gonna she'll nah, get it right. Your anyway, team just, has been wonderful, man. It's been yeah. wonderful to work with. Um, thank them for that. But yeah. for me, it's two sides, right? So I learned. The beautiful part about taking this job, like I'm working with Steve Harvey to learn. I was there to learn. I was there to get network, opportunity, access, 
Um, I knew that as an assistant, the future going to a chief of staff, I'll be in the biggest meetings possible. So in my first week of working with him, I'm in a meeting with Doug McMillan and and uh and Roslyn Brewer. And they ain't talking to me. I ain't even at the table, but I'm in the room. Yeah. And that began my process of being, hey, even even if people are just taking my name and my, my number to call him and get his stuff, they have my name, my number, and now my name's Tabidi. To BD Stevens, these people are gonna know and remember. Yeah. And the longer I'm with them, the more stuff I do. And people are like, "Oh!" And then people start hitting me, "Hey, who's the guy and the contact person for this?" Oh, I am now. Oh, great, great. And now it yeah. starts scaling yeah. and growing yeah. and doing things like that, right? So I was a great follower, and I felt like I knew everything that my great leader didn't do, and I always vowed to do that. So when building a team for me, the first thing I learned is that you know I had to learn how to work with people I didn't want, don't necessarily like, might not have the same viewpoints at all because we have the uh, same common goal. So in my workspace with Steve Harvey, I can't really control everybody I hire, everybody I work with, and I have to be more of a jail type of situation. I have to be more work withable. In the Stevens group and in my personal team, even underneath Steve Harvey, I believe in personal development. I think that people often waste or miss the opportunity to develop teams or talent. Right. But if you take your time to develop your team and talent, it's often going to pay off nine times more than 10. One of the <laughs> one of the founders episodes I was listening to was the guy from FedEx. Uh, no, Dunkin Donuts. I'm sorry how he started Dunkin Donuts. And it was like in Cleveland or something. And he had a food truck company and one year it snowed really bad and the food got snowed in. He lost three weeks worth of food and mm. the company knew how much it hurt him. Mm. And then the following year it snowed that same way again. He had tried to wake up really early in the morning. He was rushing and devastated trying to get there because he didn't know if his company can handle it. But he prided himself on hiring good people. And you know what happened? When he pulled up to the event, he saw that his whole employee team knew how much it had hurt him last year. They didn't want to miss work. They had already salted and repaved the whole world, the whole road, right? So what that story taught me is that you actually get more value investing in people and building your team than you do switching people out and thinking they're, you know, interchangeable. So on my personal teams, I personally believe the number one trait you got to have is what we just talked about. You have to be a getter or You have to want it. You have to be relentless. Fact. Relent. When I have my conversations with all my interns, if I don't hear relentless, I probably shouldn't say this. No, you good. No, nah, because I got I got a new internship coming oh, up after uh, this episode comes okay. out. So it's like, yeah. they're probably going to say this. But if I don't hear relentless or determined or some story of you being relentless or determined in your interview process, I don't care how smart you are, I cannot hire you. Mm. Hey, you're looking at this and you're probably enjoying this episode and the strategies and the gems that I give you. This is just a fraction of what you learn in my mastermind, right? I would love for you to be able to learn more information on how he's able to help Carter Cofield make a million dollars in one single day, how he's able to help Rochelle Parks make over $500,000 in a day, learn how he's able to help Tevin grow his Instagram following from 70,000 followers to upwards to 200,000 followers within two months. And again, those results are not typical. Let me be very clear but they are possible for those who are willing to put work in, energy, and effort. If you're looking at this video right now, I want you to go to the website mastermindwithneo.com so you can apply to see if you're a good fit for our mastermind. This is specifically for someone looking to grow their digital business, right? Even though, y'all probably even know David Shan, Sleepers for Suckers, he's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Sonya, the student loan doctor, he's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Darius Daniels, he's inside of my mastermind. Those are just a few more people who are absolutely crushing it as a result of being inside of the community. So listen, if you're looking at this, right, and you're probably looking at the episode like, man, you're dropping so much gems but can you imagine how many gyms you'll get when you're actually inside of the environment, when you're tapped into the community? 
But I want you guys to go to right now. It's mastermindwithneo.com. So you do not miss out on your opportunity to get tapped in. You will have to apply. You will have to get on the call. And hopefully you make the cut to be a part of what we got going on. I'll see you on the inside. Let's get back to the episode. Because you're not telling me that's one of your key traits. Or maybe you don't even notice that's one of your key traits. But I give you opportunities. Give me an opportunity where you had to overcome something. Yeah. Right. And if it doesn't sound. Some other questions you asking. Um, I don't do interviews, but. So my cousin's an HR expert. So, and she, like, y'all know me. This is the business me. The real me, I can't conduct the interview. Yeah. So I'll let her conduct it. But um, But, but I want to know background. Uh, Of course, I want to see your resume. Um, I love people who have some type of entrepreneurial effort and experience because at the end of the day, my goal is for you to work for me for only an X amount of time and then to go start your thing. So everybody who works for me who has been an intern, I've actually hired in some capacity. Uh, and not only that, if you work for me, I like I it's ensure a free you. or paid internship free. How long? It's usually between three to six months. How, I mean, how many hours they got to work a week? Maybe 20. Yeah. It's not a lot. I don't require a lot. Somebody but listening that, but, and but get that, this but that's internship. The, that's, that's the minimum. But what my, age you got to be? Uh, I prefer out of college, like 22, got 22, it. 23 plus. But I got some new positions coming up for some younger people. I got a lot. Of, I actually, you came to the mentorship camp. Yeah. So I got a lot of young cats who would probably love to just come work and just yeah. soak up game from you. Yeah. Um, But for me, a main thing that I, I make a requirement of myself is to invest in my intern. So I asked them, the first one I hired, Jessica, who you all have been communicated with, she's my project manager on Steve Harvey's side. Yeah. I have, you have to start a business and I have to help you start that business. And, I, and I'm, so I'm giving you hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of free consulting services yeah. free yeah. to start your business, right? Yeah. So now she has her own management company and agency. She's doing everything she's doing for Steve Harvey. She has a network that's probably better than everybody in this room. You know what I'm saying? Like not respectfully, yeah. she's been working for me for three years. I just hired uh, this young lady named Capricia. She's my Spelman sister, a few years younger. She actually went to InvestFest previously mm-hmm. in previous years, applied to my internship. I told you it's three weeks, or it was 12 weeks at first, and the internship ended, and it was on Monday, and I had my my exact notes and everything. And she, on the call, she's like, yeah, you know, I know my internship's over, but uh, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Are they okay. working physically or, or, or? It's virtual. Virtual. Well, the next one has to be here, right? We need to get an internship. Yeah. No, but the thing is, you want to get intern because this young lady, now she's hired, and she's also started her own business. She worked in VestFest for me this year, with, along with Jessica, and I asked her, why are you working with me for free? Yeah. And she's like, because the value that I'm getting from one, learning from you, the deals and stuff that I get to be on, but the network alone. And she's like, just telling, people I, just is... telling people I work for you or I'm representing you, yeah. people are talking to me. Yeah. And this Invest Fest, she met Junior Bridgman, Robert Smith, Rich Paul, Troy. Yeah. Like she, she's talking to Troy Shop constantly. And, and mind you, she was a general mission in Invest Fest. Yeah. And I guess I'm just so busy going, I don't think how much it might affect their world. But yeah. for her, she said, I would have done this a whole nother year. Well, yeah. Now she's paid, of course. But yeah, yeah, but I get you. So, yeah. I, I just picked up the intern play. I got to get have some interns or something. But let me ask you, who wouldn't? You can put up that play right now and say what your requirements, you whatever you want to be. Yeah. You want to have these capabilities. Dog, you're going to have, I think I had 200-some applications, and I got 30-some thousand dollars. You're gonna ha- you might have a 1,000-something applications, and imagine how many people are real. and ha- Imagine how many people. The thing about this space that you're in, content and entrepreneurship, this is the game. This is where everybody's going. So yeah. how many people do you think are at a, a big four firm, a PNC, a Deloitte, who want who want to come work for you for a hundred and twenty and some upside, but to be to be your CEO, like yeah. hey, and and put real 
Salesforce processes, implementations yeah. into your system. You yeah. would that's not worth it. And yeah. then she's gonna take you from three million to fifteen. Yeah. And now you give her some bonus, give her a little equity whenever yeah. she starts. Like yeah. there are people out there like that who would die for the opportunity to be with someone like you who knows how to go and make the money. Yeah, yeah. Making the money. We got that figured out. We're gonna yeah. make the money. Yeah. yeah. But I, that like I you see. saying, building that <laughs> building uh that real infrastructure. Cause I never built a like a no, stop. Me, meaning, no, 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 no. When I say like our company, not no corporate America, C-suite, you know, you know what I'm saying? They got all this. We just a bunch of, you hustle. it's your little, get it dunners. Yeah, but bro, <laughs> but you do though. And yeah. like the, the, the beautiful part that I love about seeing both sides of the biggest businesses yeah. in the world and the yeah. biggest companies in the world is they're not any more professional than you. They're doing, they're not doing this in any more better space. They have the exact same cameras. They have the right. exact same equipment. I said that all, for my production. I all they, right. all they have, bro, is a belief that they belong. Mm. If I had a dollar for every meeting I went to, I had a meeting yesterday with an agent. Yeah, by the time this come out, the deal will be closed. I had a deal the other day with the agent, bro. Guy, you can imagine what how he was, entitled, probably hand down, got this job. And the things that he was saying on the phone and how he was conducting himself for things that I could never do in a million years. You know, being a black male, I got to be three times bigger, better, smarter, yeah. and conduct myself in a different way. But the truth is, the reason he's doing that is because it, this, the level of excellence you carry yourself with, 90% of these Fortune 500 companies don't even require yeah. Like, why do you think we keep seeing all these major scandals and all these companies are are, are going under? I just read uh, Bob Gold and Meyer, Mitchell Bob Gold and Meyer, the furniture company. Mm -hmm. Like, they just went under, went bankrupt, let 700 people go, crazy. did some crazy equity deals that none of us will ever do. Yeah. But they're doing 500, 600 million dollar deals. It's just the belief that they belong and they could do it, bro. You have the infrastructure. Yeah. And then, and guess like what? That. And if you don't, bro, I got, it's an HR person right now. You can have what infrastructure don't you have? You don't have the, the right contracts. You don't have the right pay, paychecks. It's yeah. so many people out here. And that's why I say like, it's someone who's working in the HR company right now who will look, just the circle alone. Yeah. It's somebody, y'all can get somebody and have a full-time HR person for all y'all companies and pay her yeah. 120,000, 140,000. It was so funny. I've been talking to people about like splitting like executives. Like mm -hmm. we got HR, but I was more agency HR, but literally splitting executives amongst multiple companies. I just, I just- I saw your, I saw, bro, bro I, I just I put follow the you. PR post I up. I follow you, yeah. Bro, I put it up for 80 people was bashing me. I said, bro, we like, the, the average, The average salary of a family FC, people start bashing, but people aren't educated. Yeah, I looked, somebody looked it up. It was like 42, I don't know if- family, That's a family of four, dog. Yeah. So that's a husband and wife. Yeah. Average salary, and you, you giving double that. I don't even, I don't know what, you don't, I don't even know if you had requirements for uh, certifications. No, I like, didn't put none of see, that. See, now if they want to be all uppity, you should really go in there and go on uh, Glassdoor and see what the real pay is in yes. corporate America if you work for a Xerox yeah. or if you work for uh, Office Depot. Yeah, right? I'm gonna go on that. Cause yeah. somebody told me, I don't know who told me, they was like, yeah, they, they entry was like 42 and maybe a hire was like Bro, 67. Get your, get your HR person that you have, yeah. just have them, they, that's what HR does, bro. They find, they type out the conversation, like what you need to do, and yeah. they'll find that person for you, bro. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's how I found my. Oh, interns. but I, I like that. I just like that you just put the splitting up, like because why wouldn't you? I mean, because the thing is, a forty keep it keep it a book. How many people work for you to really work forty hours? Like now, I know I'm most like, companies know people ain't working forty hours. Yeah, but. <laughs> now for me, I just need you to get get done in a time matter what I need you. Like and most of my people work remote. Yeah, 
but I might be texting you on Saturday at 11 a.m. If I'm if I'm on fire, you on fire. Like I was doing this Steve Harvey motivational concert I put together two weeks back, and I don't know how to edit a PowerPoint no more. I, f I forgot. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I need this PowerPoint edited. Yeah. I'm at a wedding. Listen, I know you at a wedding, but I'm gonna need you to call someone else on our team. Some somebody gonna have to be on this skillet with me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and that's yeah. all I need. That's all I require. You're gonna get paid good. You're gonna have a great life. You're gonna travel the world. Yeah. But when I'm on, and really, as Brandon tell me, if Brandon on, I'm on. If Steve Harvey on, Brandon on, and I'm on. Yeah. Right, and it's just that's just how it works. Like, like successful that. people have really successful people, strong people behind them. Brian is successful because of who he is. But look at the the successful people, people behind him. And guess what? He they be on when he be on. Yeah, that's good. What you think about what's some keys to get locking in sponsorship deals? I know that's a big. So I tell people all the time, man, um, man, so first and foremost, if you're any person that's any melanin in your skin, mm -hmm. we are considered minority and we are automatically getting a smaller pot of the revenue dollars, no matter how you kick it, unless you have a show, unless your demographics show that more than 50% of your uh, viewership is, is African-American, then you are going to be subjective to minority dollars. With that being said, with the source of dollars being so little and few we need to put ourselves in a position to win in any way that we can what does that look like a lot of the times bro the real me my instagram is a great like someone told me the other day like i get an a plus on like instagram media coaching that's i was like why you say that that's like because we know the real you and the you that you put online and you give just enough to know the real you but you don't take it too far yeah. right i love i love shooting dice i go to strip club i gamble yeah, yeah. i i drink i party i do all that but you're not gonna see me in the strip club yeah where all the with all the strippers on my page you might see the dollars on, yeah. on, on my floor yeah. but you're not about to see i'm not about to be on there smoking drinking yeah. i'm like how you your image how you put yourself is everything right and i worked in tv so i know exactly how these people think the reason that they love you and like you your image yeah you're clean you're articulate you care about the image you put off businessman caring loves your family right you need to put you need to be marketable and people sometimes take offense to that it's not about lessening your black and because i did a uh a panel at the national black nba association which is crazy because i don't even have an nba but um they were like how do you manage your blackness in these situations it's like i'm never managing i'm always a hundred percent one thousand percent me but in knowing that i know that i actually have to hold myself to a different standard i know that i have to present myself in a different way people are like man you wearing a suit yeah yes why i'm the youngest person here mm -hmm. why i want to be taken seriously when i get in there i don't care i can always take it off I and be kicking you was coming it. with a suit on today yeah. i said i don't had a uh no, i ain't no. got the match your swag you know, I, look, I, I, I did my research Rand, i said yeah my man gonna have a suit on we ain't got nothing nah, i did my research yeah. i wanted to you know show the morehouse yeah, show off yeah, the, yeah. the alma mater yeah um but it's really just making yourself presentable man like at the end of the day you don't want to give them any pins to stick you with yeah um i was just doing a deal with lou the other week in espn and the main thing that came back with is like uh the deans of these programs that we're working with need to look at your page and think you're okay Mm. And at the end of the day, no it's matter good. people need to hear that. Yeah, but the bro. truth of the matter, people be like, I'm not doing this, I'm not conforming. There are some brands that will work with you. You might get some brands that are catered toward whatever demographic that you're gonna get. But the truth of the matter is, Ice Spice is gonna get different deals than Sexy Red, who's gonna get different deals than the Haley uh uh Haley in the crow from, from yeah, Birmingham. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 no matter what you think, it might not be right, it might not be fair. You might say it's different targets of different demographics, but it's Certain certain of these people are hit different buckets, right? Yeah. I don't I mean sexy red could cross over and I think she's very talented and I think she probably will. 
right? But she's not going to get the same deal as a Haley Berry. You won't see like sex. Cardi threat. crossed over. Yeah, Cardi crossed over, right? And it's very possible, but you're not going to see Cardi B playing the Little Mermaid. One hundred. You're not. And you might hear her voice in a Disney movie, and they might dress it up as her, like because she's that type of star. Yeah. But it's it's only fifteen of them. It's only twenty of them. Yeah. Like everybody else, they want you to fit a certain demographic. And then once you get that chance, you showcase your personality. So just make yourself as marketable as possible, man. And then reach out. Like I cold email brands. Like most of the deals I get for Steve Harvey, people don't want Steve Harvey. I got a. Everyone needs an EPK or a marketing deck. Yep. If you want to know what that is, take all your go to your Instagram, take your data, go to your Facebook, listen, take your man. YouTube, take all your data, find somebody who makes update, takes man. a deck, right, and make you a deck. And in them five six pages. It should show who I am. My team sends you the Tabidi Stevens deck. You know my partners. You know my track record. You have a bio. You have headshots. You have pictures to tell you who you are. Because I'm most of the time, I got to sell Steve Harvey to a brand. I, I'm selling Steve Harvey, and he do 400 million weekly impressions. Yeah. 400 Crazy. million. Crazy. I got to sell him to brands, right? Crazy. But you can't never stop selling. I feel like a lot of times people think, like, I don't need to pitch or I don't need to sell. I'm going to wait for somebody to come to me. McDonald's put who up. Who you cold emailing, though? Just uh, who the heck could I post a cold email? Dog. Is y'all got LinkedIn? Person, inclusion person? Like, Cause nah. I'm about to get somebody on this, yo. A hundred, so two hundred outreaches so a week. Cause I can't tell you the truth. There are actually people who have companies who work with brands to try to pair them with with people like you. So like, um, this young lady I went to, uh, I went tomorrow. She went to Spelman. She actually has a company right now, and her whole goal for her company is like she takes conferences and things like that and get them multiple multiple million dollars in sponsorships. Yeah. And she's going to spread out the talent and other opportunities and things yeah. like that. So you really want to try to find somebody who's an expert yeah. and they just get on that Rolodex. And then if they sell them something, you give them that 20 percent, give them that 25. If they give you a million dollars and Bruh. you get 750 white, who cares set about her up with me? Like, I, got you. I need all of that smoke. I got you. <laughs> but then after that, bro, I really use like people. What I tell you, relentlessness, bro. I'm yeah. relentless, relentlessly resourceful. I don't care. Like. I'm gonna sit back. Who do I know to know somebody? Who do I know? Who do I know that's working where? I'll sit down right here, me and you, and I'll just sit wow and just write down everything. Who do I know that works at every major company? All right, boom. I know you work at Zaxby's. Yada. I was trying to, I'm trying to take Zaxby's somewhere around the world. I ain't gonna tell it so no one jumps in, right? Yeah. How do I get in contact with Zaxby's? Went on LinkedIn. I got one guy who I know works at Zaxby's in any department. Hey, bro, you, yada, yada, I'm Tabidi Stevens. I do XYZ. I'm trying to get in contact with this. This is what I'm trying to do. Let me know if you can help me. I cold LinkedIn message more than anything. Did you get in touch with somebody? Yeah. Hey, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Because I was it's saying, broken. I know somebody, I think yeah. I know somebody See, I, that know the owner of Zaxby's. And guess what? And that's why I got to also be transparent and let yeah. people know what I'm doing. They can't be scared that someone's going to steal oh, your idea. My man know him. That's, that's what I'm You know right, what I'm right, saying? Yeah. So, but for this, I use LinkedIn, bro. Cold and then, bro, there are services you can find an email, bro. Cold, like, if I had a dollar for every time I don't close a multi million dollar deal off a cold email, I have a lot of money. Yeah, right, I probably had like $15, but not a lot, but like, Damn. still, like, that's still 15 million off of plus off of cold Ooh. emails and selling who you are. But a lot of time, people aren't prepared. That's crazy. Like, you should update your deck every six months. Um, the deck is about to be up. I have me a deck in like 48 hours. Though. Yeah, bro. That's like, done. It, it, like, I haven't used the deck in a long time. Bro, and, and guess what, bro? And guess what? If you don't, I'm after this, I'm going to tell you what data I need from you. Yeah. You send it, send me that. Yeah. Send me some pictures of you. Yeah, say no. And, I, and <laughs> remember Jessica, who I was talking about on my yeah, team? Yeah. One of the businesses that I'm about to help her get into yeah. because she's so uber talented yeah. is she makes all of our decks that are so ten thousand dollar value in decks. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah. you know, people out here still need them. So now she's about to get a deck. So I'm gonna connect you with her. 
Yeah, connect. So if you my intern, I'm gonna put you on some money. See, that's key though. I like that, bro. This this been a fire show, bro. What's um? You talked about a few books. Any? What's your favorite reads? Top three favorite reads. <sighs> um, Sound like you an avid reader. So what's a few? Nah, bro. Can I tell you the truth, dog? Like I actually hate reading. Yeah, me too. I, I read. I, I like audiobooks. I read. I read. Read for interest, yeah. and I audiobook. Yeah, me too. So I work out, and if I'm driving 45 minutes, I don't need. Like, I'm going to listen to the album weekend, nighttime. I don't need to be on Future at 8 a.m. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Even though I love Pluto. Yeah. But it's like, um, so I do a lot of audiobooks. Uh, Black, uh, what did I just finished? Black Banks and the Racial Wealth Gap. Okay. So it's a, a, a book um, Chad actually recommended to me. And it just talks about the history of um, uh, of black people and the history of banks and the amount of times that the dollar went to zero and just how you need to prepare yourself. Um, chop wood, carry water. Yeah. Um, it just talks about the process and 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 how important the process is versus yeah. the goal and all the lessons you learn in the process. And uh, mm, and they all ones I haven't heard of either. Uh, yeah, I try not to get the generics. Yeah. Um, is it? I'm reading the Deal book right now. I can't think of the name. Uh, I like Peter's Peter Th uh, Peter, Peter Thiel's book. Yeah, yeah that, one, that one. I got good. I got I got to read it. Oh, if have it's you, the blue one, you yeah, talk yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the one I really like and this is a super short read is a uh, Who Moved My Cheese. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's my job. Yeah, that, that really everybody that, that, that that turned me up. And then uh, no, this is probably five. But um, the book that I recommend every like African American entrepreneur read. Like, so my favorite entrepreneur growing up here in, in Atlanta. Um, is Herman Russell. Okay. I don't know if you know who Herman Russell is. Um, Herman J. J. Russell right. um, was probably one of the, the world's greatest African-American developers. Um, he did, he's responsible for majority of the development you see here in mm -hmm. Atlanta. Uh, and he has a book, um, Building Atlanta, I think. Yeah. And I just recommend that you read that. Um, and, you know, in our civil rights movements often talk about the leaders, but who do you think was bailing all these people out? Who do you think was funding yeah. this? Who do you think was, and he just has an incredible story. He bought his first house, like in dirt poor summer mm -hmm. hill, end up owning half the city and, and did everything internally. So that's the book I recommend everybody read. And then just go to the founders podcast, man. Like, go go start off listening to Walt Disney listen or to listen. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Hey bro, this was a fire show. Any last words you want to share with the people? Let them know any last words and any, uh, tell them how they could connect with you. Man, I really did not prepare for any last words, but um. And let me clear that because I don't like last words. <laughs> any other words or anything? Um, I'm like, I'm very conscious of what I say. Yeah. <laughs> any other words? So um, you can find me Tabidi, um, my first name on Instagram. Uh, that's probably the normal norm, number one platform that I'm on. Uh, the Stevens Group Co. Uh, the Steven Stevens Group Co. Is the website. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, the last words I'm gonna just say, man, is like, mm, man, that's hard. Cause I want to go out with some hard shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't, I can't even think about it. But I mean, I'm just honestly, bro, like, like how, treat people well yeah. is, is the first thing I'm gonna say. Like, you never know the same people you see on the way up going to be the same people you see on the way down. Yeah. Um, facts. That, that, that's the first thing that I'm gonna say. Uh, and then, bro, it's hard. Like, it's hard for everybody. And like, once you realize that it was that it's hard for everybody, and you will stop feeling sorry for yourself. You don't know what I went through today. I don't know what you went through today. Bad. We don't know what none of these people. Life went is life, and for everybody, yeah, bro, life be life, right? And yeah. but that's also why I think that you need to be kind. 
because you never know how you giving somebody your attention might might change you know yeah. change their life or, yeah. or or change their perspective um and man just do it man like at the end of the day bro don't let no one outwork you yeah it's That's gonna be hard uh, you just made me feel like I ain't working hard enough. I'm about to turn. I work my for a guy up. who's 67, dog, and yeah. like I be waking up like my game now is like ah, I got you. Yeah, and then they be like, nope, nigga, and send a picture of like <laughs> like some tea or yeah. or something or something yeah. like I've been up for two hours. Like, yeah, got you, ah, man. So yeah. you know, um, OG just, work, boy. And also, man, I, honestly, bro, like if you really love what you're doing, like yeah. try to find what your gift is. Like try to find something that really makes you happy. Like I'm gonna do business. People tell you all the time, like my friends, I'm the homie in the strip club. They're like, BD, let's go. Cause I'll be over here talking about, you make 150,000. So you need to get a, it's an IRA. You heard of TD Ameritrade, you need to get a TD. You got a business, what you selling? Let me see, oh, girl, you don't have, you on Shopify? I'm yeah. that I'm that guy yeah. in the strip club, just yeah. turn, like, I'm yeah. trying to save everybody. You everybody. trap trying to help them out. But that's how I actually got to where I am because I've always been that person. Like I'll be doing what I'm doing for Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart, for anybody, whether it's them or not. And it's just cause like, that's really who I, like what I want to do and what I want to be. And then the last thing, bro, like you got to be the light that you want to see in the world. If you yeah. say you want to see, you know, good people doing things, you got to be a good person. You Are you going to aspire tour? No, Kev, coming here December. Son. I'm not, but I am working on a booking for them right now for that. Okay, that's good. That's good, bro. So that's, don't stop, bro. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank dog. you for having me. It's powerful. Thank you. My brother. Hey, guys, listen, this episode was absolutely fire. This show was fire. We see y'all in the next one, y'all. Peace. Yeah, I'll see what's going on.